Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassTenor.com. Today is Sunday, October 29th, 2017. This is episode 130, Perception and Reality of Teachers and Professional Athletes. Let's take a trip back to the 1960s and 1970s. A time when America was different yet similar to the America of 2017. Now let's examine teachers or school and professional athletes. If you think about both of them, they were treated like gods. Teachers were simply never wrong. They were never wrong because if a student came home with a bad grade, it was the fault of the student. It was never the fault of the teacher nor the fault of the school. It was extremely rare for a family, for a parent to walk into a school and point fingers at the people in administration or on the staff for the handling of their child. With professional athletes, they had godlike status. And the main reason for that is if you could not afford to buy a ticket and see them live, or if they simply didn't come to your area, the only way you were ever going to see that athlete was on the television, providing that the team could be found on television. Because back in the 1960s and 70s, we didn't have the luxuries we have today. Forget about your smartphones or even your computers. Something as basic as cable TV just wasn't there. Times have changed. But times have changed for teachers and professional athletes as well. And an amazing thing has happened over the course of the past 50 years. I can absolutely say that the perception by the public is that there are too many teachers out there who simply don't do their jobs well. Teachers are challenged more and more. And when I mean challenged, I'm talking about being challenged by parents, 
being challenged by families, being challenged by students. Students who are brazen enough now to not simply question and just ask why, but go much further to the point of being outright disrespectful. Something which would be completely unheard of back in the 1960s and 70s, and of course, years prior. Today's teacher has to deal with a firestorm for the smallest situations, which will start off as a teeny tiny little brush fire and engulf an, an entire forest in no time at all. If the wrong thing is said in class, if the wrong thing is said to a student, if the wrong thing is said, well, if things are just said in the wrong way. The reality is, for teachers, and I hate to state the cold hard facts here, and the truth, but I don't completely agree with the public's perception. I actually believe that now, teaching is the best it has ever been, and the worst. I believe, I firmly believe we have both ends of the spectrum, unlike we have ever seen before. Because I am seeing now, in many school districts, some outstanding teachers. People who make great connections with students. People who understand how a student functions. They understand the student's background. They can relate to their situation. They use technology well. They structure the work in a fair yet challenging way. Sadly, the perception of some teachers still is called into question by the public. And sometimes it happens to some of the very finest teachers out there. Interestingly enough, unless a student complains enough, some of the worst teachers out there who are tenured continue to keep their jobs but have mastered the art of flying under the radar. And some of them are protected. Sorry, but this happens in just about every single workplace on earth. 
where you might be a favorite of someone who's in charge and you get preferential treatment. This happens everywhere. Now I know there are many people all across America who are good, hardworking citizens providing for themselves, providing for their families. But teachers, and I found this to be the case in my entire career, public schools, in the private schools where I've taught, speaking to teachers, following them on forums, and just listening to them in faculty rooms or other environments where they may let their guard down a little bit. And for too many teachers, there's this sickening entitlement. Almost as if the school is like a second home. It's not. It's wonderful when you have a friendly atmosphere. It's wonderful when everyone is acting like a professional and conducting themselves as professionals so you have a wonderful environment. The reality of the situation is your principal is not your uncle. And your coworkers, well, they're really not your brothers and sisters. And I know that in workforces everywhere, we can develop some very close relationships with people. But the cold, hard reality is, just like everybody else in the world, we have a job to do. And I gotta tell you something. When I'm in a situation and there are tons of students in the area and there are tons of teachers, I have just about no interest in conversing with the teachers. None. Because I am in my position with a job to do, and that is to serve students and to be there as a role model for the students, not to have personal private conversations that have absolutely nothing to do with school. And this happens. And that's the reality. So if you are one of those teachers, you really need to look at yourself. And you can, if you find that you're one of those people doing that, then the perception that the public has of you is absolutely true. It's absolutely confirmed because the perception that the public has of teachers right now is not good. It's not good for a lot of reasons and a lot of reasons that I'm not even going to get into in, in, in this podcast episode. But I can tell you right now, if I go up to the average person and talk to them about teachers, they do not have anywhere near the respect they had in the 1960s and 70s, which is an absolute crying shame because there are teachers, I again firmly believe, are superior in every way because we have more resources available 
because there's more professional development that's out there, because there are podcasts like these. You don't need to take a college course to be able to find ways to discipline your students better. You don't need to even attend a conference when this information could be available on a podcast or could be on YouTube or could be just an article on the internet. You can do it right from the comfort of your own home. You can be improving. And there are many teachers who do this. And the great news is that many of those passionate people are the ones listening today. The bad news is the ones who need to hear it the most probably aren't. So where in the world do pro athletes come into this? Well, I found something very interesting because I was thinking about this the other day, about this terrible rap that teachers have, which again, deservedly so in too many situations. But professional athletes, for the first time in my lifetime, are not necessarily regarded the same way they were 50 years ago, 40 years ago, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10, 5, as recently as even a few years ago. Because for pro athletes, every single negative thing that happens to them They can't get away from it. The instant that an adverse action occurs, it becomes public immediately. And we can certainly thank Twitter for that. And I don't mean that in a bad way at all. But that's where we're at in terms of communication in the world. And pro athletes have a major problem now. Because for the first time in many, many years, I look at the National Football League and they've got some problems. They have an image problem now. And they continue day by day, week by week, month by month to shoot themselves in the foot. Primarily because the players make asinine decisions no matter how many times they're told and the public is just not interested any longer in their excuses. You know why we're not interested? We're not interested because you're making a lot of money. You're making more money in one year than most people will even come close to making in their lifetime. Some of them are making that much in a month. It's funny. I think back to when I was a kid and I was looking at these salaries of baseball players, my favorite sport. And I'm seeing them getting $3 million and $4 million. And it's 
discuss so casually. This player is only getting 10 million now. Think about that for a moment. 10 million dollars to play a game? Guess what? That's what the public is realizing now. And you're seeing stadiums that are having problems being at full capacity. So these franchises are find, having to find new ways to reinvent themselves, to change the stadium experience. Unfortunately, it's still very expensive. But pro athletes, though, they're the ones with the problem. And the reason that they have the problem now is because, and the owners know this too, even the biggest stars now are expendable. Because in our society of harassment claims, in our society of people making completely boneheaded decisions late at night or some type of addiction issue or forms of abuse and it, it, it just hasn't slowed down. If anything, it, it's accelerated. I find it mind-boggling, mind-numbing that so many pro athletes get into so much trouble. To the point that it's ridiculous that three of my favorite players of all time, who happen to be Eli Manning, Derek Jeter, and Mariano Rivera, are held in such high regard, not for their excellence in their respective sports, not for their professionalism on the field and being great teammates. No, they're held in high regard because they haven't gotten in trouble? How ridiculous. If any of us working our nine to five type jobs, any teacher committed even one of those offenses, we usually, we'd be fired. And that includes tenured teachers. So right now, the perception and the reality, oh, it's real. Teachers and pro athletes both have a giant black eye. It's right here in front of us. I think we're well aware of what needs to be done. In the case of pro athletes, it's easy. It's almost too easy. Conduct yourself like a normal human being. Learn from the mistakes of others. Stop doing all these idiotic things that are going to cost you a lot of money in the long run. Be grateful for what you have, the fact that you play a game, which is nothing more than a form of entertainment. It is not life. 
It is not real life. It is a game. And endear yourself to the fans in an appropriate manner by hopefully also giving back to your community. And all is fine. Teachers have a much bigger uphill battle. Because the one thing that teachers and pro athletes have in common is that there are some who have this sense of entitlement. And like I said, for the first time in my lifetime, I'm seeing people being dismissed from both of those occupations. And for the teachers, it's going to be tougher. Because they're held at it by a different level now. The things that administrators are being asked to do or are doing willingly are at a level like I've never seen before. The paperwork is outrageous. Some of the expectations are extreme and sometimes they're asinine. And there are so many boards of education out there, boards of education out there for as many good ones as we have out there, ones that are completely misguided. I've been very lucky to work in many environments where I've had some exceptional professionals, I've had some great administrators, and some wonderful boards of education who have appreciated me and my colleagues for what we do. I've had the exact opposite too. But one thing has been a constant with me that I know I can at the end of the day, hold my head high and say, I'm an exceptional educator. And I know this because whatever flaws I have, I work on them every single day. Whether they're personal flaws or flaws with my teaching, I'm always trying to be better and I always do things in the best interest of my students. And I always do things with students in mind. That's the reason we became teachers. I think there are too many teachers who lost that along the way. When and where did you ever learn in college? And I say this to all my teacher friends. Did you ever learn, was there a course in college that said part of your occupation is socializing with the staff and talking badly about students and talking about things that have absolutely nothing to do with the task at hand. Now I understand there are some other occupations out there where that happens. Things are a little more laid back. Might be an office where people are joking around, messing with their smartphones a lot. There are other offices where there's none of that going on. And we know as teachers, there are very, 
very few occupations in the world, or I should say there are very few people in the world that can do what we do in the classroom when it's done right and it's done well. But the entitlement needs to go. And that sense of I deserve more and I deserve better, you know what? Be happy with what you have. Fight for what you feel you deserve. But don't be an arrogant jerk. And that's what you wind up being, an arrogant jerk. When you think that you should be held at a completely different level. Because you know what? That argument is not going to be bought by someone who is in industry with manual labor. They have no interest in hearing about you being in an environment where you're not dealing with the elements. They do not care if your room is 90 degrees or if the heat isn't working that day. You're not going to garner any sympathy. So don't bother. It is incredible to me the perception and the reality for teachers and professional athletes how similar they are and how accurate they are. And not all of it is true, but both occupations have done things to cause this to be the case. Except with professional athletes, if they do not have the same exact job security like teachers do. They might have the money, and in some sports there's guaranteed money. But professional athletes, even the bad ones, are still performing at a pretty high level. Teachers, I can't exactly say the same thing for some of them out there. The ones who completely shut down any desire to progress and to learn and to evolve. And I make a passionate plea to, to those educators out there who just simply don't have their heart in it anymore or if you're listening to this podcast and you know someone well enough who's in that situation encourage them to leave the profession there are so many people out there who would do anything to have their jobs because I can tell you right now there are few things more offensive to me than someone who is responsible for the lives of our children doing a poor job. The true role models in the world are parents and teachers. Every so often it will be an athlete but the athletes are not the role models by and large. These children are learning from their influences in their immediate environment, not what they're seeing on TV.
As always, I hope there's something you're able to gain from this episode. Biggest compliment, as always, please subscribe, please share this podcast, my channel in general. Uh, We are looking to move, actually not move, but we're going to remain with SoundCloud and iTunes, but I am pursuing... uh, getting my, my podcast episodes on Spotify as well. So hopefully it's going to be coming in the near future. I thank you as always for your support. I sincerely appreciate it. Be well.